0: this does sherry in my uh, heart good to be with you this is this is kind of a, a homecoming in a way for us and so um so good to see you all um what a pleasure and um i hope i hope you understand you meet together you know frequently but i hope you understand just what you have here together it's it's pretty special and um i would say rare um Today, I want to kind of discharge uh, something uh, to you uh, that I hope will be an ongoing item of prayer and, and um, conversation among you. And so it has to do with this business of, of the church being a community, right? So we have the kingdom of God. And then we've got the community of the kingdom. So they're, they're not the same thing. The church is the community of the kingdom. And uh, the kingdom of God is, is the rule of, of the king, Jesus, um, in his church. And he does that through the person of the Holy Spirit. Pretty basic. Um, one of the things that has, has dawned on me is that the church living in community is is uh the accelerant for our discipleship and so um if you think about what an accelerant is um if you have a fire going and you squirt a little butane on it or you squirt spray a little gasoline on it then you have a bigger fire and and that fire moves faster and does more and so the our community together, and I'll get I'll get to some specifics on this, but our community together really is the the Lord's design and accelerant for our discipleship. Our sanctification, becoming like Jesus, is really directly dependent on the quality of our community. So, um, just I, and before I get into it uh, too much. Um, for there are several equipping ministries here um, in the room, and so, uh, and what I mean by that is, uh, I'm referring to Ephesians four, uh, that Jesus gives apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers to the church for the uh, building up of of the body, the uh, for works of service, until we all reach unity in the faith and and uh, knowledge uh, of the Son of God, becoming a mature man together. So so for um the equipping ministries in the room, I would I I would um implore us uh, to to understand from a 30,000 foot view kind of what we're after in the body of Christ. What what is it that what is it that Jesus is looking for um in the body? And um if and I, my apologies to Dina. This is not on the slides, but um, and there will be a fair number of things I share today that aren't. But um, John seventeen twenty three. If you have your Bible, do please go there with me. Um, I don't know that we'll get through all the content today that I have, but uh, we'll we'll give her a shot. But this is this is uh, under the general heading of what does Jesus what is Jesus wanting in his church? And he will have this, by the way. And so this is part of uh, truly the Lord's Prayer, um, John seventeen. And I I won't cover much, but uh, John seventeen. Let's zero in in verse twenty three. Uh, Jesus says he's praying to the Father. I and them um, these are disciples and believers that will come uh, after after his his own disciples, so us. Um, I in them and you in me, Father, may they, us, be brought to complete unity. Why? To let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you love me. So, so you can read that in a variety of translations, but um, the translation is pretty good uh, there. Um, when when we are unified under in Jesus, and I don't mean just positionally, I mean like we we're unified. We we love one another. We can agree that Jesus is the Christ, that Jesus is the God Man, that that the Godhead is a Trinity, and that. These, these scriptures are inspired and they're uh, authoritative and um, the, the Holy Spirit indwells those uh, who are in Christ. Um, the things that we need to agree upon, um, uh, there, there's, a, there's a practical outworking of that. And that is when the, when the world sees us unified and loving one another, then it's convinced that the Father sent Jesus. Interesting, isn't it? It's, it's not that, it's not that um, so-and-so raises the dead in sub-Saharan Africa or that demons are cast out over here. Those are, those are signs of often uh, the gospel penetrating areas and so forth and signs that Jesus was raised from the dead, um, which is central to, to our confession and our faith and our unity. Um, but but the thing interestingly that the God Man Jesus said would convince the world that the Father sent Him is if we if we're unified and love one another. And so, quick story: as with a brother in Wichita um, for breakfast one morning this week, and and at the end of our conversation, he was like, "Just uh, I have a situation. He's been called to mediate between brothers who." Um, the debate is over a, a young Earth. Is the Earth uh, six, seven thousand years old? Is it is it older than that? And so, people have their opinions on that, and they're very convinced uh, on both sides. And and he said, I just can't get them to agree. And I said, I don't know if they I don't know if they can't agree on that. And I'm not sure it's that important. Um, I said what what i would recommend is that you bring them back to the person of jesus and to their unity together in him and and help them to see one another after the spirit that you're my brother and i we disagree on this and i am not dividing with you ever ever uh, on this issue so um it, it was kind of like uh, uh, an epiphany for him um, just get fixated back on Jesus Christ and and the Holy Spirit will will generate the love that we need for one another. And so amen. So the the point here is that John 1723, if you have an equipping ministry, is this is what we're aiming this is what we're aiming for in the body. Ephesians 4:11 through 13 is another way of saying that, and that's Ephesians 4:11 through 13 is kind of how how we get there. But it's not all the details, interestingly. But if we don't know what we're aiming at in terms of equipping the body of Christ, then we're probably gonna probably gonna miss it. We're gonna be off on tangents and you know um, debates and and uh, that just are never gonna be solved. So um, anyway. So let's go to the first slide. Thank you, Dina. <laughs> that was really good. Um, I want to uh, talk a moment. Um, so this this says that this is an assessment of the current state of the community, the kingdom, or the church. Um, it's not a full assessment. I'm not capable of that. But um, I, I want to talk about first kind of where we are in history. If we we know... After Peter preached the uh, sermon on Pentecost that that we're in the last days, he quoted Joel too, and he said this this is what this is what the Spirit was saying to the prophet Joel that you know in the last days these things would happen, and so um, clearly we're in the last days, uh, but we we are we are likely in that uh, those those moments before the return of Jesus where. Um, there's an antichrist kingdom, and, and so forth, and um, just prophetically, um, I, I had a dream, um, mul- multiple uh, multiple dreams about the uh, the emergence of the beast from the sea uh, that John talks about in in the book of Revelation, and and the and the Lord was signaling that um, you are now in in that time where the beast. Is is rising, and and one of the things one of the things uh, that that um, means is that there there is a there will be a push for uh, unity uh, in the world um, through the antichrist spirit uh, that will be obviously devoid of the king. That's the antichrist spirit, right? If you ever work abroad or or with. The United Nations. I'm sorry to say, um, uh, uh, there's a there's a push for justice. There's a push for uh, equality and 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 um, caring for the poor. Even looks right. Looks right. Um, but the antichrist system is basically, uh, and the world system is: we want peace and justice without the King. And uh, so, if if I could say it just succinctly. The world system is, we want all the benefits of the kingdom, but we don't want the king. And so, um, there you go. There's where we are. Uh, Romans 13, 11 through 14, if you'll read with me. And do this, Paul says to the church in Rome, understanding the present time and how true this is for us, the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is near now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us, us, behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ, and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. And the second verse that I highlighted to say, you know, where are we in history um, Jesus, quoting Jesus in Matthew twenty four twelve? Uh, because of the increase of wickedness the love of most will grow cold and Jesus was talking about at the at the end of the age. And then he gave us another he told us actually when he was coming. Uh, two verses later uh, in Matthew 24, and he said, when this gospel is preached to every ethne, um, then the end will come. And so while true that no one knows the day or the hour when the Lord is coming, the Lord actually told us the general period that you can expect the return, uh, his, his second advent, his return. So um, it is when the gospel reaches every ethne, and then the end will come. So two things from an equipping standpoint. um, We're looking for a church that is unified and loving one another, which is the primary witness to the world that the Father sent Jesus. So we have a church oriented signal, and this is what we're expecting. Us in maturity in Christ, knowing the Son of God, us uh, not um, playing around with the, um, the world and the drivel uh, that's going on around us, and then the gospel actually going to every people group and language group. So um, if you wanna talk about the big picture of what we're looking for, uh, this is what we're looking for and this is what we're praying for. Um, next slide. Yeah. So, th- this is this is just a th- this is a there's stuff in terms of the age wrapping up that we do. The Holy Spirit is working in us to and moving us into certain priorities in prayer. Um, he's he's growing us up and maturing us. We just talked about some of that. Um, the Lord is also creating an external environment to drive us to um, a place of humility where we can receive grace and so because there's a lot of grace for us but we've not tapped into it because of our um, over dependence on our ourselves and, and what we've done and what we can do and what wealth we could generate or what we're, we're able to, you know, do. And, uh, and so the Lord's creating an external environment for us to, to think and act, but I mean to th- think and pray and, and act. And so the pandemic is a, is a case in point. This is not a, a huge pandemic, by the way, but it's, it's, it's annoying enough uh, to... Um, to Change things for us, and and that's by design. And so, um, we need to be kind of shaken out of our slumber. And so, this this is part of what God is doing. Um, So, isolation has heightened our awareness that we need one another. Financial pressures drive home uh, a similar point. Um, Social movements, unrest, and governmental changes highlight the instability of the world outside of being united in Christ. And there, there's more of that coming, um, social instability, um, civil uh, unrest in fact, and then uh, the Antichrist, the rise of the Antichrist system galvanizes our formation of meaningful community and co- cooperation. So so what I mean by that is, um, that last point is, you know, you can read the book of Revelation and I, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly how that's all gonna work in terms of economics and and so forth, but it will involve economics and our our ability to access goods and services. Um, But that's um, actually not a great concern of mine um, because the Holy Spirit is preempting that with a moving of us together in community and us sharing resources. When the Holy Spirit moves in power on groups of people, and we have good authority on this in the the second chapter of Acts, um, people that are in a culture like ours where personal property rights are really important to us and personal rights and individualism and all that, um, a lot of that just kind of has to go out the window because, um, because this brother's gonna starve if I don't, if I don't care for him, I'm not letting him starve. <laughs> and so, uh, there, the Lord will push us together to respond and give us creativity among us. Uh, there's some really interesting creativity in us, and I'm really looking forward to seeing that expressed as the pressures get greater on us, the world grows. Um, darker, more cynical and isolated and hateful and um, us caring for one another is going to be the great beacon on the earth uh, to and, and testimony to the world that wow Jesus is in, he is among them and so it will be such a contrast so don't sweat by the way um, increasing pressure likely my 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 sense is by the end of the 2020s, we will be uh, fairly in full swing uh, into this whole business of the antichrist kingdom and so forth. Don't quote me on that. Just redact that from the, uh, from, from, from the tape, if you will. Um, next, next slide. This is a, yeah, th- this is, th- this is a, actually um, uh, a quote from a health policy journal. Um, but hang with me for a second, um, because there's some, there's some relevance. Um, so Umberson and Montez said in 2010, social relationships, this is fairly self-evident, social relationships, both quantity of social relationships and the quality of our social relationships, think about our context in the church, affect mental health, health behaviors, physical health, and mortality risk, and it's much more than that in, in, in the church. Our spiritual health is primary uh, among us, but all those facets of our lives are affected by the quality and the quantity of our relationships. I think that's, a, that's insightful. Um, Wallen and Lockman in 2000 said, while social relationships are the central source of emotional support for most people, social relationships can be extremely stressful. <laughs> um, shocker, right? So. We can stress each other out. So this is, this is where, right, in our context, in the church, we have, we, have, um, we have every advantage because the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is now in us. And so uh, when, to Jonathan's point about offense uh, that he taught a week or two ago, I suppose, um, offenses are... Forgivable, now they'll come, they'll come, but they're forgivable. We have to hold on to that, become bitter. Um, obviously, the world has no choice. If you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. You don't have, you don't have the resource, the inner resource and power to grant forgiveness when it's not deserved, and um, uh, or or to offer kindness when someone is just like rude. I mean, among us, not not the world. Of course, the world's rude. But um, we're rude to one another because we're growing up, we're maturing, and the more you grow up, the less rude you are, right? In, in, in a sense, so you, you 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 catch yourself, you catch yourself before you say say that thing or you behave that way, and you know we're all in process. So, um, the the more we can, the more we can live in community together, and house churches, yes, think house churches, um, and and even more frequency of being together, uh, perhaps, um, those things are dealt with so much faster. Yes. So community is an accelerant for our own sanctification. So um, I have so much hope for the, for the body of Christ um, because Jesus is going to have... Have this what he asked the father that that his church before he returns will be unified in real terms and and not just positionally you know it 's like there 's our positional i 'm righteous in christ and i 'm you know all those things in Christ that Terry pointed out um, but there's there 's like this is true in real terms among us the church really will will be mature the church really will be unified, and we've lost, we've lost hope at, at points. And so if, if the Holy Spirit could restore your hope today, that not only is this possible, but this is yes and amen. This is, this, is, this, is not, this is a non-negotiable for the Lord. It's non-negotiable. So to whatever degree you would like to participate with the Holy Spirit and get in line with what he's doing, because he's doing it in you, He's, he's driving you. He's pushing you um, toward loving your brothers and sisters. He is, he is doing that. And when you sense him doing that, I would advise you, get out of his way. Allow, allow, him, allow him to do it. To whatever degree you would prefer not to um, walk with that brother or that sister, I would advise you, um, let it go. Yes. Let it go. Right. Um, it's it's not worth your time because you're going to lose the, 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 the Holy Spirit is going to have his way and so at some point we're going to have to humble ourselves and just say yes yes Lord I, I commit myself to that brother or sister and so let's move on uh, next slide yeah. um, so only the church potentially provides the necessary ingredient of agape love uh, to promote individual and community well-being. Essentially, I cannot be healthy unless we are healthy. Ooh. If we linked our own spiritual well-being to how well we all are, I think now we're starting to get to, okay, we, this, we need to care for each other. If I see, if you see me unwell in in some way, um, it's difficult for us to move on until I'm well, and that takes that takes time. and And the Lord will the Lord will do that, but um, we we need to start thinking way more collectively. This isn't communism or social. This is this is um, this is kingdom of God community. Okay, and so. Um uh, remember, remember the, the lenses that we're all looking through. We're Americans, and my goodness, I, I am so grateful to be an American. Um, but just, just realize that we've put on some lenses uh, that um, our worldview, that, that colors how we think about how stuff works and how stuff works in the kingdom and how stuff works in the church and, or how it doesn't work. Um, just beware of the lenses that you have on. Those lenses have things coloring your view of the world, like individualism. And um, individualism is fine, but at the end of the day, it's 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 subservient to us together in Christ. Okay. Um, all right. Uh agape. And I I think that's incomplete there. I, I would say um the the love of God. Let's talk about the love of God for just a second. Next slide. Agape love. Um and this is this is basic I know, but um I, I need to it bears repeating. Agape is a term used in the New Testament. That's God's love. It's a love not of emotions or feelings. It doesn't mean it doesn't that's wrong. It just means it's not it's not um, essential uh, for me to have agape, for God to have agape, and feel emotion. Um, for instance, it's a it's a love of will and choice. I, I I I I will to love you. This type of love can be defined as the steady intention of the will to another's highest good. So I'm willing to love you. I'm 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 choosing to love you for your highest good so you can be all that you can be in in christ because you're unique and i need we need you at the table we need you we need you fully uh, functioning fully as well as you can be as quickly as you can be there um so that we're all all hands are on deck okay and um, god is the source of this agape love First um, John four nineteen says, "We love because he first loved us." So, the source is God Himself. To be more clear, God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. Us. Romans five five. Okay, um, scratch that last page. Uh, next slide. Jesus' command to his disciples, community of the kingdom. Are we on the right slide here? Okay. A new commandment I give to you, Jesus said in John thirteen thirty four, 34, uh, that you love one another uh, just as I have loved you. Uh, you are also to love one another. So one implication is love must include the one who is not like us. Um, I've given some examples there, but, um, but think, think among just in your community uh, here um, there are significant differences um, uh, among us and um, I, I have my preferences of, uh, of who I like. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um, what the Holy Spirit is doing in me is, is often taking me to the person that might consistently rub me the wrong way and and get to know that person especially. And so if you sense the Holy Spirit is is moving you that way, that's 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 probably that's probably him. So if someone comes to you newly that that you don't know very well, just assume that they don't like you very much. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, just I just totally kidding. Yeah, but but the point is um be, beware of your personal preferences of, of who you will fellowship who you'll not fellowship with um, we, we should we should we should divest ourselves of that stuff really quickly um, okay um, next slide so how do we apply this business of loving one another living in God's love by the power of the Holy Spirit Um well there is the 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 church and life in the kingdom is primarily a team sport first of all so it's it's not golf it's 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 football you know or it's soccer or it's it's basketball it's but you know a basketball team does have a point guard and and has a has a number 2 and has a as a a a 3 and a, and you know forwards and centers and that sort of thing so so you do need to be the best point guard that you can be if you're a leader. If, if you're a forward, you need to be the best rebounder and all that that you can be. But um, but just know that uh, your life of abiding in Christ is is central to us being healthy, us growing up, us executing the will of the Lord uh, through our gifts, assignments, and us together um, destroying the works of the devil, which is great fun. Um Number two, your allegiance is first to the king and then to his people. Yes. It sounds obvious, but it's so easy. Think of the brothers fighting over how old the earth is. Okay? Um, their allegiance to the king trumps everything. It trumps everything. And so um, just if, if you're off bubble, off center, return to the Holy Spirit is always pointing us to Jesus first, fixing our eyes on Jesus, fixing our thoughts on Jesus. And then when I'm fixed on Jesus and understand his life in me, I can love any of y'all, any of y'all. And so, and vice versa, you can love me. Um, Proximity to one another is uh, another thing. This is just a practical thing of having kingdom community. Um, Living close to one another is actually kind of an important thing. It's not that hard in towns. It's quite a bit more difficult in cities, where transportation is difficult and so forth. So, um, the church and neighborhoods and all that—that that, it's not so much our context here, but um, there is some value in living in community together. And and Sherry and I, Sherry and I lived in community with uh, 80 families in two square blocks. Uh, um, parts of the first four years of our marriage and that that really left an impression on us and accelerate it was an accelerant to our to our growth um, both in our in, you know in our character and our gifting and and our understanding of what the Lord's doing and wanting in us and so um I don't I don't discount uh, when y'all lived in the building you still live in the building um the, another interesting context so um so, proximity to one another, mean how close we are to one another physically geographically is, is, it is it is a thing actually. And then, what do you bring to the table um, in if we're filled with the Holy Spirit and the love of God, uh, then uh, you functioning in your gifting this this all comes to you knowing kind of what your specific gifts and assignments are and that sort of thing. And that stuff can be unpacked. That's fairly easy stuff, actually. Um, we, we make it like it's a... <laughs> it's my gift, you know. But, but likely you're already functioning in your gifts. And so it's just, it just takes somebody kind of pointing it out and then you can, you know, understand how you're made and, and then how, uh, how uh, what your weaknesses are uh, because of that. Um, so let me wrap this up. Um, what do we need to do? Next, kind of last slide. Um, well, if you lead in any way, if you have an equipping ministry or an administrative person, you have a leadership gift, please pray for wisdom and action steps to be taken under the Holy Spirit's guidance. That's, that's what I would do after, you know, if I drop this um, word, um, then what do you do? Um, well, you could do nothing, um, or uh, you could you could ask the Lord together for action steps. Um, so um, that's up to you all. What you do, um, all followers of Jesus, I would I would pray and ask the Father who He would connect you with in a smaller, vital expression uh, of the community of the kingdom, and be patient for Him to arrange relationships. It takes time to to um to have relationship and, and vital relationship, some, some some of us could be lonely in the body of Christ and and the Lord the Lord can change that. Uh, I would say if if you're in that position, uh, don't give up, don't give up because um, pray and ask the Lord for vital relationship, and then be willing all of us to include and to and to, to bring in people that we see um, would really benefit from kingdom community amen I'm about done and I'll finish with uh, a word of wisdom that uh, a brother a brother said many years ago the Lord spoke to him a word of wisdom and it was this that that God was going to change the understanding and expression of Christianity in one generation and and we are in the throes of that we are right in the middle of that and um, i I've never been so encouraged actually to see what I see right now in the body of Christ. It is so encouraging when I look at some of your faces i am, i am I am emboldened and and so encouraged that the Lord is accomplishing what he said he's going to do and that the age is being summed up thank god um amen let's stand Father, in the name of Jesus we pray um uh well we yield we yield to the person of the holy spirit make us lord um a community that loves one another that's united in christ we can agree together on the big stuff and and so lord um, increase our love for one another um all the one another's that you gave us in the new testament let it let give us context to be able to practice that to to live that and we we trust you trust you for that lord as we uh, as we move into 2022 um we trust you we we know that you will have your way help us to cooperate with you and uh, give us wisdom and and really action steps of of how we need to uh, position ourselves structure ourselves uh in, in ways that are most advantageous to loving one another uh, with your love, Father, and um, and loving each other with brotherly love too. Um, thank you, Lord, for this um, group of saints. Lord, to increase increase your your grace upon upon them. Lord, thank you thank you for all the children here and the teenagers and all that. Lord, um, I pray, Lord that you would fill them with your spirit, Lord, that, that they would be really super clear on, on who Jesus is, that you, you were raised from the dead, and that is not maybe, and, and that you are the Lord. Um, God, um, for all the children here, I pray that you would, you would raise them up and, and quicken your spirit in them, Lord, that you would fill them and bring them to mature love, Lord, to, uh, even even uh, in their youth, I thank you for that, Lord. Those of us who are older than that, Lord, uh, we can learn new tricks. Lord, we, we, pray, we pray that you would, you would change us, shine your truth, Lord, into our blind spots. Lord, free us of strongholds that we've held. Lord, um, we trust you. Lord, you're so good. You're so competent. Our reliance, Father, is on the competence of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, that you sent the Holy Spirit. It was to our advantage that you went away because you sent him. So thank you for the Holy Spirit. Have your way in us. Spirit of God, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.